Down by the bay, I like to play a six-string song. Up comes the sun, and it's looking for fun. I know it won't be long. There's a girl that's so yummy, yet she looks in my tummy, and that's when I knew I'm just a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Drink a lot, oh my head does hurt Cause I'm a fat guy Out by the pool, I think it's cool That's right, I am, and welcome back to the Love Florida Realtor Podcast. This is your host, as always, Mark Hanover, with Keller Williams, Peace River Partners in Port Charlotte and Punta Gorda, Florida. Yes, that is always going to be a mouthful. So... This week, everybody, I would like to introduce you to a very special place to me, uh, in particular, a very special place to my stomach and my heart. <laughs> um, Wildwood Pizza in Punta Gorda, Florida. It's uh, exactly downtown, <clears throat> excuse me, and it really is uh, a very special place to me because I am literally there anywhere between two and four times a week. And no, that is actually not an exaggeration. This place has become such a staple in my wife and I's diet in a good way uh, that we have just become regulars. You know, they always talk about uh, that place where everybody knows your name. Well, that's kind of Wildwood Pizza for me, actually. I walk in and usually two or three or four people yell Mark and I wave my hand as my chubby self walks by the door to the counter and uh, to pick up our pizza. Um, the reason it has become such a staple in my life, uh, other than its extreme quality, great service, and a really unique and uh, innovative product, is because I don't really talk about it very much because I hate to be one of those people, but um, I am actually have been doing for the last two or three years now the keto thing. And this is one of the extremely few keto pizzas that I've ever found. And it is something that we've been able to work into our diet in a positive way and uh, not destroy our uh, health goals. So um, not only is this place innovative, unique, tasty, and actually pretty affordable really for what you're getting, um, it is also able to help you with your dietary needs because they also threw into this interview, um, as you'll hear, uh, vegan and gluten-free and all that other kind of good jazz too. So um, without further ado, uh, my friends Mike and Bianca with Wildwood Pizza. Okay, everybody, I am at Wildwood Pizza as promised. I'm so excited to introduce these fine folks, friends of mine here. This is B and Mike. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? There we go. So let's just go ahead and start off with some basic introductions here because obviously probably most people that are listening to this have no clue who you are, which is a good thing for now. So let's go ahead and start off. Mike, why don't you go ahead and start with you. Who are you? Sure, I'm, I'm Mike Barone. So I'm the owner and operator, uh, co-owner and operator of Wildwood Pizza in uh, downtown Punta Gorda, right off Marion in southwest Florida. Um, um, this is our third venture. So we have a Trippin' on Pizza food truck. We did a big project that was well known in, in uh, the community uh, five years ago. And this is our new kind of independent, smaller venture that is more creative and expressive. Yeah, and my name's Bianca Hannigan. I'm his longtime partner of five years. And like Mike was saying, we've opened up three businesses in town. This is our third. It's a downtown slice house located in the heart of Punta Gorda off of Marion and Harold Court. 
and we're happy to be here with Mark. Absolutely. And I'm happy to be here like five times a week. Yeah. So, and that's basically the only amount of times I can be here I'm unless I want to start. Crust. Yeah, unless I start. You are here regularly. I am, man. Like all the freaking time. It's I'm amazing. I'm so happy. Right. Every time, I'm like, Mark's calling. Right. Sometimes <laughs> at the worst times, too. I'm like, yeah, like, God dang, Mark's right now. I try. No, I, it takes I try. extra love. I should to start make like <laughs> putting in for retirement here or something. But, um, so you said that this is your third venture. Yeah. Here and we're not going to name the first one because they're not paying us, which is perfectly <laughs> fine. But you did mention tripping on pizza, so let's talk about that for sure, just sure. a brief moment because that is related. So what's that? Yeah, that's a well, it's a food truck. We we started in brick and mortar in a big location, um, so this was us kind of connecting with our roots more. So tripping on pizza was like kind of like the pizza man's pizza, like a creative lab of the future of pizza. So we wanted to take it on the road and do something like more fun and expressive and be at cooler venues and reach a different demographic. Get into music festivals and yeah. get out into see Florida. You know, tie, yeah, tie our life, like what we enjoy personally with what we want to do professionally. So like our culinary styles with our personal style, that's what Trippin' on Pizza is. And it's a trip, the, the pizzas are crazy. Um, and now it's very normal because that's what we sell here, you know, five days a week. But uh, that's that was what it started, um, it rapidly, grew fast. I mean, we have really, it's 24 foot box truck, fully self-contained, music, lights, it's fun, it's awesome. Um, and yeah, so we're, the, the truck was in its second year when COVID hit. Yeah, I'm sad to see That's it. when we were asked to take over this space, was in the middle of COVID. Um, so now if you want to see the truck, it's sitting in storage, yeah. uh, the storage unit, but we're dying to get it back up and running. We just can't find people, and to be Staffing honest, is horrible. we're not in a rush, you know. I, Third business in five years, that's a lot. You know, third business we built from scratch, yeah. from nothing, from idea, you know, to, you know, brick and mortar, whatever, to, you know, five years. So we are kind of a little tired of rushing business. So we just want to just have it so when the time comes right and the climate of the community is better, we'll come back out there and be ready to go. Okay. So how did Trippet on Pizza morph into Wildwood? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. owner of this place, uh, Norman and his and his wife. She's a I think she's in a realtor business as well. Um, they were they were friends of ours to an extent. Uh, they had us to a couple of their events. Their customers, customers, yeah. And then they became friends, just like you. And they asked us to come take a look at this place. And I was actually at an event in Arcadia, and they called, and I was like, I'm always listening to the universe when it comes knocking. So when we were I, honestly uh covid was on the horizon but i didn't really take it, it serious at the time Day, it was yeah. when it was when there was that cruise ship off the coast yeah. of washington i believe yeah and uh Things we kind of didn't really weird. seem like it didn't really seem like it was going to be hit affect florida yet it was like oh yeah it's over there it's their problem and they'll, they'll figure it out you know so that's kind of when this started moving um but we have always like this spot we kind of I like it because it's one of those places that you find and you're like, I gotta tell my buddy about this place. Yeah, so like a you know, gem. It's not something where we're gonna get the masses of the people to come in and they're gonna tell me every 101 things I should be doing. And that's kind of not what this was. That's not what the food truck was because people don't ask questions on the food truck. Like you go to a food truck, you're not like, you know what you should be doing? Oh, you should be selling this or bring this. They just go to the food truck, they're hungry, they want some food, want some experience, boom. And I kind of wanted that again here. Um, like so, people, people that haven't had us before that are skeptical, 
like one of the first things they'll say is like you're really hard to find yeah even before they eat the food and then when they have the food then they're all always singing a different tune but one more thing is like we were in sarasota and i was serving our pizza on the truck and a couple came up to us like we were doing like an art. art we were doing like an art walk or something and all young college. people all young people they were going crazy loving our stuff and then like here's this older crowd kind of stroll upon us and they were like standoffish you know looking at the pizza like ah it's not pizza you know new york new jersey types you know and um i remember they they started chatting and they and once they started talking to me they were like oh you're from new jersey and oh you know italian food and you're first generation american and you know oh you grew up in a business and blah blah blah. and i was like and once i kind of had explained this to them then they tried the food then they were like oh wow this is really good stuff and that kind of made a little epiphany in my head where I was like, we need to give people reference of, yeah. of us. Mm -hmm. So yes, Wildwood, this isn't New Jersey pizza, but Wildwood gives you like a reference of like, all right, so these people are from Jersey or they're from up northeast and they kind of know the pizza game. And that's where we kind of start. So that's where Wildwood, uh, this little concept. Uh, concept came from. Because that's my childhood uh, summer. Every summer, that was my Jersey Shore. We went to Wildwood. My father had Sorrento Pizza on the boardwalk for probably about 10 years. And we were just, I was excited to just be like, hey, when I'm going to work today, I'm going to Wildwood. And I wanted to have like the colors and the fun and the uniqueness of it. It was your happy place. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never been. We were actually planning on going before the pandemic hit. And then obviously before Wildwood opened, we were going to take a vacation. But um, COVID happened and then I guess they never opened up like full capacity and I'm like that's kind of not what I want yeah. you know my first experience of Wildwood to be so I've never physically been there but just building this out hearing the stories and you know being around his family and them telling me um, stories in Italy and stuff about Wildwood it's funny we were just talking yesterday we were putting like connections together about his dad and what he was doing at his age hmm. literally 35 yeah his dad was on the boardwalk of wildwood working in sorrento yeah i was like he was working on he was working in wildwood at like 35 Making working his ass off and then she's like yeah now you're working your ass off at wildwood yeah so it's just funny. so cute and i'm like we were talking about the full circle but i come from like a long long line of restaurateurs pizza industry it's it's really tied in everything that I've known and done um, and I'm proud of it I'm proud to take it in a new direction and that's another part of me that wanted to leave that big place and go on a food truck was I'm not doing myself a service or anybody a service if I'm just doing the same things that I was taught I feel like the industry needs to evolve um, and those who don't evolve with the times are going to be left in the back and you know I never thought of our pizza like New York style pizza as really being like oh we're, we're holding on to a heritage of the authenticity of a of pizza because that that's not the mean being creative and being like a you know a culinary driven person you always got to be evolving you yeah. always have to evolve it and Talk whether it's good time. bad or ugly like i want to be on like that side i want to be on that yeah. side of the line yeah uh, so that's that's where this you touched on some of my next question for you actually because um i was gonna ask like so where did uh, uh what experience are you hoping to give people when you come here because it is a, a different place uh obviously made by a different cat which is one of the reasons why again 
uh, my wife and I and my family enjoy this place so much because it is not a box store. Yeah. Uh, it is not uh, places with roofs, you know, yeah. um, and that kind of stuff. And so what is the experience you're hoping people have or to create for people when they come in here? Yeah, I want, so I want to erase your mentality of like, like I know what pizza is. Like that's gotta go away. Meaning like everyone's, my biggest battle with my other businesses was everybody would come in there, or not everybody, but a majority of people would come in there and be like, oh, I'm from New York, or I'm from Italy, or I know pizza, I know Italian food. And, and I'd be like, you know what? No, you no, you don't, because Italians aren't eating this pizza. Yeah, they're not eating this. this is American pizza. We've been to Italy. Well, <laughs> no, I've been to Italy. No, I know, but they're not eating this. Even when Italy. people say they go to Italy, it's they're going to the tourist places anyways. You know, my my family's born and raised in Italy. I'm first generation American. I was born into New York you're, style you're pizza. You're half. Let's don't, yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. Well, the, I didn't. I, I'm half Cuban, half Italian. Yes. But I'm not. I'm saying my father was born and raised in Italy, came to America, blah blah blah. But my point is um, that this New York style pizza it had a great run, but pizza hasn't evolved. Yeah. And so what I wanted to, when I took a trip over there about three years ago. We took a trip. Yeah, three, two years or three years. How long? Ago? 2018. We took a trip over there, and uh, there's a guy out there named Gabriel Bonchi, Chef Bonchi, in the Pizza Emporium over in Rome, and he has one now in Chicago. I think he's gonna do one in somewhere else. Anyway, he's he's gonna he's coming around. He started this new kind of focaccia style square pizzas. And I fell in love with that because I loved it because it was more about the toppings, more about the, what you could create on pizza over there they than wait, just- they weighed it, but the American- Let me give you one more, let me give you one more. Let me ask you a question. So you've heard like, oh, do pineapples belong on pizza, right? Like, oh, pineapples don't belong on pizza. Well, what, what does belong on pizza? Is it just pepperoni? Is it just sausage? Just like, you know what I'm saying? How, when, what, at what topping do we start not being pizza anymore? Yeah. Right. And I've always kind of had that thing again. So I'm opening up these restaurants and it was successful, awesome, you know? But the problem, the problem is that I have customers who want pe- pineapples on it, who want eggs. green olives, black eggs. olives, Kalamata olives, mm-hmm. eggs on the pizza. They want jalapenos, banana peppers. This, I mean, it goes on and on. And I'm Sweet like, yeah, so where are we going? Like. Am I gonna go over the top and say, okay, we're gonna have everything, or we're gonna say, no, we only sell the purest, which is sausage, mushrooms, and pepperoni? I mean, I don't, I don't know where the where the line stops. So what I think Michael's trying to say, because he's a little long-winded sometimes, <laughs> is with our previous businesses and his background, you know, his father uh, raising him in an Italian restaurant and New York style was like the thing triangles and everybody's competing in that market there yeah. no one's no one's being innovative and for us on the food truck well what we, we what we decided to do was like of course we could do the the thin crust the triangles that's something that we're used to but to get people out of that mindset we can't do triangles we have to do squares because they're not used to squares mm-hmm. and if we push the squares then we can push a different lane of like what pizza is not only that, the that's pizza, really where but the pizza came from. Triangle, the regular round thin crust is easy. Yeah, it's easy. Everybody, I challenge anybody listening to go to their local pizzeria, or Papa John's, or Domino's, or any of these anything that they call pizza, and look at the menu, and tell me that they have the same exact things. They're gonna have a vegetarian pizza. They're gonna have a meat lovers pizza. They're gonna have a 
a supreme pizza. They're gonna have your cheese and they're gonna have a pepperoni. They have the same things. And I'm driven by the food, uh, the quality and the creation of what food is. I'm like- So what kind of experience do you, would you, are you- You're gonna come in here and you're not gonna know where to start. That's how it starts. No, but that's what I want. I want you to come in and go, all right, what am I looking at here? And kind of take a tour down each pizza. And you'll find that each pizza in a weird way has a story because it connects you with something. So none of my pizzas are going to be just out there. All of them are going to be like, for example, like a, like a Hogwarts, which is, which is our pulled pork, Carolina barbecue sauce, and homestyle coleslaw. You know that because that's like a... That's like a traditional kind of barbecue setting ingredients. So you're like, oh, that's like a barbecue pizza. And you kind of can put it all together. You know, our El Jefe, which is the Cuban one, that has, you're like, okay, that's like a Cuban sandwich. You know, it's our take on it. Or, you know, and I can go down the, the whole menu, but each item's gonna kind of make you think about it and be like, oh, well, I've had that before. Let me try it on this. And that's kind of what I want you to do. And with that said, I kind of want to have so many options that you are also forced into having to choose four. And that's where the 420 comes in, where you pick four different slices, which is no one's, I can promise you, nobody's ever done that. Mm -hmm. and, and I could live there. Good, bad, or ugly, I could live knowing that we're trying something completely new. And, completely the whole, and the whole idea behind that was to really get people out of their box, you know, of trying things. It was never, it never started off as like, we wanted pizza, people to buy the whole pizza. Like we yeah. had all these unique ones and we wanted people to try them. And they were, we just thought of like, you know, four of them with the squares, it fits perfectly. And then as we were on the just road- the, that, that took off. Yeah. And we were just we were gonna sell, road, so I was like, who's gonna buy? And occasionally you're gonna have people buying like the full four, mm -hmm. but that's become the norm. And um, along, along the road, we started cutting them into four mm -hmm. and they're bite sized. People love them. And there's and there's so much. What's really neat as well is we're just scratching the surface. I mm -hmm. tell everybody I meet we're, we're babies. So what's the experience? The experience is it's outside the box. You're gonna have something that's done fresh. It's creative. It's expressive. It's unique. It's photo worthy because they just, look good. And that's just the pizza. You can this tell your friends. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying cute. like that's all the things I want to hit on. I want to have it so you are walking out of here like. Brother, you want to talk about a pizza place? Yeah, yeah, oh no, that place is good. They have good New York City style pizza over there. But there's a place you better check out. So if you're talking pizza in this area, our, whether you love us or don't, you, you gotta mention us. And that's kind of what I did with Pioneers as well, which is my original location, was I wanted to be pizza crazy there. So if you walked in there, now it's a little different now, but originally when you walked in there, there was pizza pictures all over the wall, everything was pizza puns, it was, everything was, was fun and unique, and the names were fun. I had a, I had a board on the wall, ceiling to floor, or a chalkboard, where I had the menu of all the pizzas on the wall, because I knew that if, if we were pizza crazy, we had to be in the conversation. And that's kind of where it started, and that got butts kind of in the seats. Um, and then we want them over with the quality and consistency in the service. But I want to do that here, but a more of like a real level of like, now we're really challenging, you know, what pizza is. And, and I also think that people will like the new spin on the open concept that we, we're doing here. So 
It's only 800, 800 square feet, excuse me. So you just walk in, you'll see the boardwalk floors. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of color in here. We have subway tile with the neon right lights, a neon um, grout here, and all pictures of Wildwood. They're all original photos. Uh, it's not like it used to be. You have paper everything. So these are all real photos of the Wildwood boardwalk, the Wildwood boardwalk, no other ones. Um, you can see the rides and all the different slice, uh, slice houses we have as many as there is in photos uh, here. There's a bunch. How many slices? Uh, there's a bunch. How there's many pictures are on the boardwalk? There's well, a bunch. There's a bunch. How many do you think? Probably 30. 30. Okay, yeah. And how big is Wildwood? It's a three miles. Three miles, yeah. We have a there's huge, a, a huge um, Ferris wheel on yeah. the walls. Yeah. And we have digital menus, which is totally new. You know, just and like we're McDonald's evolving every day, but like what's, what's, it's 850 square feet, and it's small because but that's the inside. Hold on, the hold on, no, no, no. This is an outdoor patio, whatever. But what I'm saying is, if you think about what a real pizzeria was back in the day, mm -hmm. so now, now I'm gonna get a psychological level. We're sitting at the only table. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what it was back in the day is that pizza wasn't dinner. Never was dinner. All right, pizza in Italy is a snack. It's mm -hmm. still not dinner. Mm -hmm. You know what made pizza so uh, uh, popular was it was quick and easy. You could put a hold of your hand. The guy's getting out of, off of work for lunch or whatever it is and grab a slice and they can keep moving and get back to work. You know, that's so all these pizzerias popped up up north that were small, hole in the walls, if you will. Small places. But now we this trend started happening, I would say in the eighties of maybe late seventies, but in the eighties of where we started having these pizzeria restaurants. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Where they just started popping up. Now we're selling you spaghetti meatballs with a pizza. You know, maybe you can have a meatball parmesan sandwich or so whatever it is. Just yeah. so American, I didn't even know. They're watered-down products of what the original was. You go to Italy, you can't order and it's, so it's, meatballs. It's like yeah, there's no <laughs> such thing. It's so that's what this is. This is like a throwback. It's a retro-modern feel. So it's a small kind of walk-in. We have a big, uh, what's it? Sixteen-foot. Sixteen-foot display case. You see all our pizzas on display. You grab a couple slices or the 420 slices. And they're all half cooked, so you, you don't have to. You can see the guys behind the kitchen. We have nothing to hide. Yeah. We're right behind there. There's nothing's coming out of boxes. You're not going to see boxes. You're not going to see. We're right behind the damn line. You can talk to us. We'll try to help you out right behind there. You know, we got some arcade we machines. We are behind glass, so we are uh, protected from COVID. But it's, it's meant and to be that. in the front wear masks and everything right now. If we, we can't handle, you know, a, a mob coming in here we just yeah. can't like we we get it we get spanked like that but yeah we, like we can't handle that we will Saturday night we only have x amount of product that we can really hold on hand and and that's what's good about it and then i ties me even more to or the you know to as like a chef mentality is that i want things fresh and um so knowing that i can't have a lot of product on hand i can't have these big mix walk-in boxes and freezers that's a sign of, of good business if you walk into a place and they have walk-in boxes and freezers, this, that, and the other, you know, it is what it is. Hey, friends and neighbors. Before we go on, I'd like to talk about a very special company, Exora Galora. That's right. I said Exora Galora. If you're in need of landscaping services such as bed and border planning and design, planting, weeding, mulching, trimming, landscape upkeep, and much more, Exora Galora is the right call for you to make if you live in the Charlotte County, Florida area. 
I've seen some serious yard transformations just from Susie weeding, much less the stellar yard design she comes up with. For service you can't ignore, call Exora Galora at 803-606-6105. Again, that's 803-606-6105. Or visit her on Facebook by searching for Exora Galora. That's spelled I-X-O-R-A-G-A-L-O-R-A. So one thing that I did want to um, touch base on, and you touched on it very lightly here, just because you know you kind of have to. You Where are you getting these ideas from for your pizza? Our ideas um, are just—they kind of organically kind of came when I started, or when we started. There was only like what, like twelve? What do you what do you think? Yeah, I'd say like twelve or fifteen. Um, the first one was Hog the Hogwarts. Was the, that was I know was the first one. We started. We did like a with the food truck. We, we did went. Like we did like ten. So we wrote everything down. We were like yeah. the staple ones that we knew we had to have, like a white pie. They all the, every single item the evolved. Grandma style one. What worked? What didn't work? And um, we wanted to make it fun. Like I remember telling him, like I want people to have to say these names when they're ordering. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like funny, like we used to have on the truck, we used to have one called like the guilt, like, you know, like grandma, I'd like to freak or whatever. And people just kept instead slaughtering of, instead it. Instead of a, a grandma style pizza, yeah, you yeah. have a guilt. Yeah, because grandma's uh, the sweet yeah. marinara sauce. And then that evolved to, you know, having the guilt and then having the hail to the queen. And hail to the queen was after me, which is a traditional... Like, a mar like margarita was the queen margarita, so it, hail to the yeah, queen. Yeah, I didn't want to put queen B because I thought that would be too, like, but office, it, it, so we just it did hail to the start, queen. It definitely doesn't start with the cute, names you know. first, though. It starts with, like, we want to do the style. So we were like, all right, what have you seen on pizza first? Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe you've seen a cheesesteak pizza. Uh, you've seen a meatball on pizza. Or you've seen a sausage and peppers on pizza. Things that kind of, like, you've kind of seen or before. Things that we like. In general. Well, we started with that, and then chicken and um, waffles. Chicken you know, and the waffles. Jackie Chan had tofu. Yeah, but those things. Where did we get the ideas from? And they were just like, just kind of thinking like, what have you seen? Okay. And then um, they, as we ran, and we would just run these on the trucks. So that's what the beauty of the truck is. You can go somewhere, throw something new out there. No one asks any questions, and if it moves, awesome. Um, does I had a mashed potato pizza in the way beginning. That's what the Elmer Spuds was before it was French fries. Mm -hmm. It was mashed potatoes. It was mashed potatoes, then tater tots, well, then French fries. Yeah, but it was mashed potatoes originally. And I was like, this is not working because first it was like, I didn't want to, what? No, I was going to say, but we got that that inspiration of the Elmer Spuds. We got that, honest to God, from Gabrielle Bonchi because he no, did No, but a, I got that before But he did a pizza that was he had all one. He had all ground potatoes. potatoes oh. But, oh. but up north, up north, New Jersey and New York and... On the boardwalk, especially in Wildwood, I remember being a kid and we made a breakfast pizza one time with like eggs and like ham and onions and peppers or whatever. Yeah, and I thought that right. was like the coolest thing in the in the world. I had to be like eight years old. And, and we experimented like, here. I was like, that's so crazy, you know. And, <laughs> and I remember giving. We cutting, get we get the ad, people ask us that all the time. They're like, oh, do you are, do you do a breakfast yeah, pizza? We're selling pizza at five o'clock in the evening. Pizza? <laughs> you know, breakfast pizza at five o'clock in the evening. We're midnight people. Trying. But um. 
So I remember I cut it up in a bunch of pieces and I went on the boardwalk and I just gave out free samples and I was like thinking, I was like, look at this pizza, like try this pizza. And these people, man, this is crazy. Um, and they and they started, they used to do french fries on pizza. They used to do uh, the mashed potato pizza. So this is in the 90s, and early 90s. So You have some pretty crazy stories on the boardwalk. Well, well they, had these, they had those pizzas and... How old were you? I was my whole life. I was before I was born. No, but I'm saying like when you, like you remember like being a kid, like you were like 11, like old. Yeah, all, all 11, Every summer until I was about 17 years old. Every summer. And then your dad sold it. Then my dad sold it. Um, he had him and his partner. They sold all the Sorrentos. They had some legal troubles. Uh, a little we're tax evasion. Oh, I'll talk about it. <laughs> what are we talking about? It's Italians. Crooked nosed Italians. <laughs> little tax evasion issues. State of New Jersey. Uh, a couple of lawsuits, and they had to relocate. They had to sell out and move. Move to Florida. That's how you know we've been in a business a long time. It was a different. It was a different time then. You know, they just took all the cash. Um, it, times have changed. It's, it's like the opposite. It's all it credit is. cards. It's about to be crypto coming soon. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> but that's <laughs> what the are you, was. are you into crypto? Not yet. No. I probably gonna have to deal with that sooner we're, than we're later. We're holding on Doge. Yeah, I keep, I keep waiting on someone to come up to me with the proof of funds. You know, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I've got $900,000 in crypto. I'm like, uh -huh. Who accepts it? Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. But whatever, you know. Yeah. And, and that's, well, that's, but here's the point right there. So who would have thought money, you know, the dollar is going to evolve? So if I would have told you that, if I would have told my father in the 70s that in 20 years it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be all credit cards. And no cash. You would have been like, what are you crazy? And yeah, people are gonna like square pizza and then chicken and If I would have told you 20 years ago, you know, that it, eventually it looks like we're gonna have conversations about cryptocurrency and not talk about credit cards anymore, you're gonna be like, wait, what are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's kind of my duty as a body of work, a body of life in this industry to be like, I have to be, if no one's pushing the dial, yeah. it's gonna be me. Like, I'm gonna try. I can go to bed at night knowing that. Like, we're doing something creative and, I think, and different. I think yeah, one time I asked you about, like, so when I was first, I was understanding, like, the the back end of the business. Because I, when I met Michael, I was in the front of the house. And he was, you know, running the show. I was just basically the face, like, greeting everybody, like, you know, serving and stuff like that. And I, you know, worked my way up till I became his partner. But I remember asking him about, like, the money of like pizza and like how it breaks down and he said listen like pizza like people can dilute it down to being so so cheap that it's so profitable and people think that because of the bad businesses that do that and make money overhead on the cheap stuff that like pizza as a whole is like tainted from that so what we did to like I feel like like rebrand pizza was gave them all these options of toppings we don't charge extra for toppings. Yeah. We load up the pizza, and every pizza square is like a personal pizza. Yeah, that's what. That's where the game changed. So, so yeah. again, if we go back to like, what's your experience with pizzerias and stuff? Well, you can get a cheese pizza. Maybe it's 11, 12, 13, 15, 17, whatever it is for the cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. But then they're gonna be like, oh, you want pepperoni? That's a dollar, two dollars extra. Two dollars. Sausage. This. All of a sudden, you're done. It's twenty-seven dollar yeah. pizza. Like, wait, wait, wait. What happened to my cheese pizza? Fifteen bucks. Yeah. You know? Um, I was like, let's get away from that. Scratch so do, that whole thing. So we do just flat fees, like seven bucks. I'm gonna charge you an honest thing, and, and the way it'll work, it'll it'll even out. But they're huge, yeah. No, but it evens out because some people order 
they go to the, the max, they have that in their body, they want to they want to get the most bang for their buck. Excellent. Mm -hmm. But not the majority's not like that. They're gonna order what they want and uh, we can make it evens out on both ends. Yeah. So does. I can live with that. And and that's uh that's everything. That's everything we've done has been that thought process. There's a let me give a quick story real quick. So like so you've heard we're in Southwest Florida, you know, and everyone's like, Oh, I'm from New York, New Jersey and you know, pizza in Florida is no good, right? Well, what do they say? Do you know what they say? What's wrong with pizza in Florida? What's the problem? Do you know what they would say? Don't know what you're getting at. What is the... Why can't you make uh, good bread in, in Florida? I'll oh, okay. What would you say? Well, I've heard, like, just being around you and being in the business and hearing people talk, they say, well, the Flor Florida water sucks. It's the water, right? Everyone's and I'm from Ohio, water. and I can right. vouch that the no, water no, no. does suck. The water does suck. Here. That is not, the, that is not what is, like, but... But, like, straight up out of the faucet, what water is good. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know? No, I but mean, there's like, Ohio, the water, like, the climate. I mean, just in general. There's humidity right out here. Water sucks. Whatever. But I would, like, attribute the reputation for bad pizza because of the water to, like, an old Italian guy coming from the Northeast, coming to Florida, like, to retire... And was like, just got bullshit cheese, bullshit, you know, uh, ingredients, didn't care about what he was putting in the dough, you know, and served a product. And then someone from, came down and said, hey, this doesn't taste like your place up north. Pizza don't taste the same. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? The water's bad. Right. And people just didn't bought it. They just bought it. No, no, no. I was saying I could imagine my uncle oh. saying that because he'd be like, oh, the water, what are you going to do? And meanwhile, he's making money, and everyone's like, well, the water's not as good, so I'm going to keep buying the pizza because it's from Tony, but it's not like up north. But it's not the truth because... My point is, once you get... Listen, you get filtration systems. You can... There's companies that ship the water down, mm -hmm. and they still don't taste like up north in there, you know, in that time. So it doesn't really make much sense. It's There's more to it than just the water. Overall, it's a science. No, but there's temperatures. There's proofing times. You know, there's, there's weight, mixing temperatures, storing it. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, a little I can go bit on of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, a lot more goes goes to it. And uh, that's, that's, that story is stuck with me because we use good stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I refuse to use bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm refused. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not in this business to just make a quick buck. If you are, then I should, I'll do another business. This is not the business to make a quick buck. Mm -hmm. You have to love it. You know, you said you own several businesses yourself. You know, the hours we put in, it's not about the money. Yep. Um, we've made money, but with that big money comes a lot of big headaches. And you start saying to yourself, well, if my ego is not driving me, then then what's what am I doing here? Because I don't need people to recognize me on the street or say, oh, Mike, you're great or this, that, and the other. I'm not chasing that. Going back to the experience, you come here, you know, a week, every several times a week, so we're doing something right. At least twice a week. No, but my <laughs> point is, so when you say, hey, Mike, I can come to you and be like, hey, did you taste something different? How's that taste? All right? And you're like, no, 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 it's not as good or it's better or whatever. We've had that discussion. But that's, About, that's yeah, what I like is because yeah. I'm like, I'm serving you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to make sure you like what it is. And if you got a problem, I want people to tell me. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we're, where we're at. I, I can continue and, loving it. And it's so funny because, like, we're so cute and we're so small and we're so open with the concept that people, like, mistake us for a franchise all the time. And it's flattering, but at the same time, it's frustrating because people will think that we won't take the time to listen to the feedback 
and fix it or correct it, you know what I mean? They'll like assume like and just jump to the conclusion that we're franchise or whatever. And it's it's frustrating right now with the pandemic because like I said, we are shorthanded. You know what's really incredible though? We you are. Admit, what's really incredible is our reviews online are nuts. We got outrageous reviews. Not and always, since day yeah, one of business with us though. What I'm saying, to do something completely new yeah. and so different and to have great reviews it's like been, we have, is weird because we'll get people come in here and be like, oh, you're the number one rated pizzeria in the area. And, but we don't have anything New York style triangles. We don't have sit down. We don't have crust. We don't have salads. So they look in here and like, wait, what? You don't have New York pizza? I'm like, we don't. Sorry. Well, touching base a little bit, just part of the conversation here, you mentioned, Bianca, um, you know, people think that you're a franchise. And a lot of that is simply because you guys know how to put on the right front. Yeah. I, it's, it's not a front because you guys are well put together. Yeah. But so many times you guys you run into a new concept or a new restaurant or something like that, and what's the first thing that it looks like? It looks like a freaking train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you guys very easily could have turned this place into like a, a black light glow stick in the attempt yeah. to make it look funkier or whatever. Mm-hmm. But instead, yeah. you went with more of kind of a down the the middle between uh, traditional pizzeria slash something much more updated and that carries off yeah exactly and it carries off as a very professionally put together we have a lot more to go we just started we're we're, honestly we should today's uh, we're gonna be, yeah today after after <laughs> this we're gonna be it, adding when we more. started we weren't working as many we were working hours but we had a staff so we weren't we would go home or leave early or whatever it was now it's literally me and her and a couple of helpers yeah. so like my days off like I don't want to do nothing like I want to enjoy myself my time with my son at the house um, but we have a lot of work to do we just put this wall up we haven't finished it yet yeah we're actually we're trying to move some lights we're trying to get another thing up here oh my god so much we got to do we're going to be installing today we might as well just say it. we're going to be installing a line system so when the girl takes the order and like it's like I said it's all open concept so the, the young lady at the front Take your order, put the ticket up above her head, and slide it down oh, nice. into the pizzeria. Very nice. Um, you know, like yeah. the, the the pizza builder station, and they'll grab it and they'll see it all like in real time. And that way, I I know I saw that concept in Miami at like a taco place, and it was really cool. And we thought, um, why not? You know, show the customer like, hey, you're right here. You know, sure. that's how far we are. Even though we have it like on the flip side behind them. And we have to explain it to them. Like, we have three stations. Like, here's the ticket. It's being made. It's in the oven. That's how it is now. But I think it'd be fun and more interactive to have it on, like, a wire. Sure. Sounds cute. Yeah. And it goes through the restaurant. So it'd be cool to look at, you know? (laughs) So when you guys come up with new ideas for pizzas and stuff like that, how long does it take from concept to menu? What is that process? Okay. Um, So... Like, for example, we had a lot of people from up north asking us to do a seafood pizza. And on the food truck, we actually we actually did a uh, don't be shellfish. And that was a seafood medley in, like, a white sauce. Um, you know, with the, with the, oh my gosh, I can't even explain it. But it is amazing. And we did it on the truck, but it was just too expensive to, like, hold and you know not have any seafood lovers out there so we would only do it for like weddings and stuff mm-hmm. a lot of people were asking about us so we were going to put on our new menu that we dropped this this uh this week for our one-year anniversary well today our one-year anniversary 
really good to the point where we saw it out. No, 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 no. Where it was like too good. Like <laughs> people don't know what they're looking at. When you see like a green mashed right. potatoes, you're like, wait, what is that? So that was it. Sold out, but they had to grow on. At, by the end of the night, it sold out. But the uh, corned beef and cabbage, we did like that one, which that emerged. No. Yeah, it's corned beef and cabbage. Oh, we did. But yeah. we did the corn. We did corned beef. Mm, it's making me hungry. The corned beef and cabbage became the scuba Reuben, which was a Reuben sandwich. Transpired into which was originally named, which was originally named Reuben. Pfeffer. Yeah, Pfeffer. I can never say it. So we had to actually had to change it because every time someone would order it, I would say Reuben. Reuben. Have you ever seen a, a Long Came Polly? Yeah, have you ever seen... No, you've never seen a Long Came Polly with Ben Stiller and no, uh, Jennifer I, Aniston? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Oh my gosh, you have to watch that tonight. Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, anyways, there's a part where... You know, the guy's the main character's name is, is Reuben Pfeffer, but she couldn't say His it. His name she was Reuben Pfeffer, up. and there's a funny part in there. But anyways, the... So we changed it to Scuba Reuben, which is another like movie quote from the movie. But, we, um, but the corned beef, corn beef cook's fantastic. It does, but the reason why we don't the have price it on the is too expensive. It's like and a seasonal during the pandemic, meat. like my Cisco rep was just telling me how they they stole a, a pork truck. Like oh, the delivery yeah. coming like, down got literally st- last week. Yeah, that still still going on where they're having all these issues with so, pork and so yeah, I guess like a Cisco truck was chicken. Just- chicken's been crazy mm-hmm. hard to get wings. Um, I'm getting different chicken almost every week that whatever they have they can send me they can't send me the same stuff of the, of the good stuff no, we only get the good stuff but um that's just kind of the business now it's just a weird There's time shortages like you wouldn't believe and yes. people 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 kind of don't believe us but we're like hey like honest to god like you know i think it was that one time you saw um, the boxes i was well i was just gonna bring up uh yeah. they just number one we talked about my previous business experience before we got on yeah. here um first of all i completely believe you uh around 2006 mm-hmm. i want to say um i was having to charge for tomatoes wow. on sandwiches because yeah. my boxes of tomatoes we had a couple really bad um hurricanes mm. blow through not just here yeah mexico yeah. too uh, actually all the worst places possible for tomatoes because uh, florida mexico and uh even california got hit a little oh, bit wow. so i was literally paying 75 bucks for 25 pounds of tomatoes at the time so we actually had to put a tomato tax, and that didn't go over well. So when you guys told me about the steak shortage that you guys yeah. had a few months ago, yeah. um, which your, it was like, it was like three your response was classic, by the way, because that was totally marked what? 10 years ago. I don't understand. The, the, the steak, <laughs> expletive, expletive, not today. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, that's real. Okay, we're good. And then the boxes. It um, was like three days we didn't have steak. That, that was like, unfortunate. Yeah, and, you, and we we're, we're, it's out of our control, and that's sure. kind of why, I'm, in a weird way, I'm happy that we're going through this pandemic, because it kind of checked a lot of, you know, I don't know, I guess you call it, like, John B. Consumer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, people are now understanding that, like, all right, staffing sucks, and it's on a national level. Yeah. Where, just, like, people don't want to work, and they're like, oh. I feel like we're, we're all just in this, like, bubble right now and our bubble starting to it's, tra- it's a transitional time we're like you know? oh we can't just go and buy fresh blueberries from the store like there's a shortage I'll give you one. I'll give like you one. the I'll bees give you are dying there's a separation you know, like now that. hold on hold on there's a separation in Amazon mm-hmm. Walmart Publix and 
everyone else's business. Yes. Those businesses were allowed to stay open during the pandemic. So you can always go on Amazon, you go to Walmart, you go to Publix, that was okay. Yeah. But we had to close down. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they, everybody else had to close down. They got to make My money. My point was, we're not on that level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when a regular cons you know, customer comes in here and they're like, oh, you're closed today, or what's, why is it slower, or is it, or are you missing this, or whatever the story is. It's because we're not Walmart. We're not Amazon, we're not Publix. Like, we're not these machines that have all the powers they yeah, can have. Like, we are, it's us. And I've told that to several people. I'm like, listen, it's us right here. This is the machine, this is it. Yeah. So, why don't you open up for lunch? You know, we had a lady come in here one day, actually last week, she walks like in. Friday. People right, walk, it's people, like, it's like two o'clock. Hold on, people walk in all day. We don't open till 4.20. And people just like, there's, there's on every single door there's the hours posted. Yeah. The, the our hours, our hours are 4.20 to 10 during the week and midnight on the weekends. 4.20 till midnight. We started, I wanted to open up a lunch. Week one, I opened up lunch till close. And it was almost impossible with this storage space, with, this, with our space, sure. to keep up with the volume. Sure. It, it was doing, impossible. Yeah. Um, and I had a full crew then, I had like six guys. Mm -hmm. And it was almost impossible. We, it, it could be done, but then I was like, wait a second. This is not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to throw bullshit out there we're not i want to throw the good stuff yeah. out there and everything takes time to cook yeah um we had a following people came out to support us we're very grateful for that we have a but we transitioned to like you know what we're going to do lunch only i mean no sorry dinner only so 4 20 and on mm -hmm. great um we initially stayed open until two in the morning on the weekends and midnight during the week but as we lost employees or people were jumping on unemployment we were just we're like well if i gotta ourselves. if i gotta grind here all day i'm not gonna i think you saw that transition I'm not going to stay open till midnight, two in the morning, and be here at nine in the morning. That's not fair to me. It's now again why I, I don't want to lose the love for the business. So go back to the lady. So this lady comes in, just one of many, like two o'clock in the afternoon, walks in the door, probably like eleven, and, and I'm like, oh, how can I help you? And I'm literally rolling dough, and she Bianca's prepping some of the display stuff, and she's like, oh, you're not open? I thought you're doing lunch on Fridays. And I'm like, no, we, we don't do lunch. We we really never done lunch. We definitely yeah. never done lunch on Fridays. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? She's like, I guess that's why I've never been here. She walks out. And uh, and I was like, all right, whatever. She's upset. It kind of bothered me a little bit, you know, because that's kind of like an F you to me. Yeah. But again, she's probably thinking but my like point a is, franchise. That's my thing. My point is, it's like, you see, like, you don't get it. Because we're in here because we want to be in here. We want to do something different. We want to do something creative. So someone like you, Mark, you're getting... You can't, what you're getting here, you're, it's impossible to get anywhere else. You're not going to get, especially the keto, mm. uh, yeah. which which is have you touched that? Yeah, but <laughs> keto gluten-free vegan pizzas. I mean, yeah. the keto the keto you're getting is a keto gluten-free hybrid, mm -hmm. so it's both. And uh, that thing cut into squares and four different stuff, and it's different. So good. It, we're so really good. proud of it. My point is, like, you have to appreciate like what it is. It, and I, I'm, I'm happy and grateful that you come regularly, but I'm very content. If you came once a month, I'd be happy, you know, because that's kind of like what we want to be. We want to be a place that you got to come out and you have this full-bodied experience of like, man, you want to try something different? Come here. We're going to try something real different and have some fun. And I'd love it if you, you get some IPAs and craft beer, you sit outside and a lot live music starts next week. Because once we're heading into back in the season, we're bringing the live music back out here. So it's going to be fun again, you know? Let your hair down and yeah, this enjoy this week, like today is our one year anniversary, 
at Wildwood, uh, start third business and this weekend, Friday the 24th, we're going to be having all day music. Um, we're going to have Jacob Engel King, he's like 17 years old, he's so talented, he does like indie covers and stuff. He's going to be here live on our stage, we have a little garden area that uh, we repurposed ourselves, we upcycled the whole place. Um, back in our patio we have outdoor seating. He's going to be starting up music at 5, we open at 4.20, and he'll be playing till 9, and actually Friday night after Jacob gets off, we're going to have a little teeny break in between, we're going to have our DJ set up, and we're going to have a live um, uh, silent disco. I don't know if you guys know what a silent disco is, but it's so fun. And basically we're going to be as loud as we want to in the headphones. So um, yeah, the the DJ is just charging for headphones because the equipment's very expensive. So if you guys want to participate, yeah. it's ten dollars for the headphones, and, and he has almost uh, one hundred fifty headphones. So we're gonna have a nice little. What's really cool? Disco what's really Friday. cool? Like, so people new to this area are moving into this area. Um, one thing that we hear all the time is, like I said, we're we're very our social media presence is, is growing rapidly and it's getting heavy. Number one, number two. We are definitely something that's outside the box, especially in this town. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want a fish sandwich, french fries, hamburger, uh, Caesar salad, you know, regular cheese pizza, anywhere you go, any town you're in, you, you'll find it. Um, and that's great and all. And I'm sure some places are better than others, whatever. But people come here and they really have this experience. And a lot of times I find that like when families move here, like a lot of new places move here, They'll be like, oh, I gotta sh show my, my nephew this, or my son this, or my daughter this. And we get them all. And most of the young people that come here with their parents or whoever, they already know about us. They've already researched and it, even, like, oh, we gotta check this place out. Even what like reverse though, even like the locals, like the locals, it's becoming like a local spot. You know, Mark's a local. And I'm having customers come in, because you know, I'm in the front, so I'll, I'll hear like, oh, I'm like, oh, are you from here? Like, I'll ask them that. And they're like, oh, no, my parents live here, but they told me I have to check yeah. out this place. So it's kind so, of like a niche spot that's like, I know. That's from, what we want to be. We, that's exactly. That's what we want. We want to be organically grown. I don't want to get you because it says pizza on the building. Mm -hmm. I want to get you because, like, you've heard it from somebody else. Pioneers grew that way. And we and we actually went back and forth on that, too, because the building says, well, with pizza and our sign just says Wildwood. Is this Wildwood Pizza too? Yeah, but we wanted to just call it Wildwood, but obviously there's a real Wildwood in New Jersey, and people are confused about that place because if they've never been there, it's, it's a boardwalk, and it's actually our physical place. Like, the place is Wildwood itself, like, on the inside, but the pizza... See, and that's another thing. Concept, that's that's you know? another thing as we're growing and trans. Which is like, confusing to people, but like once you explain it, they're like, "But oh, I, I get think it. I yeah. think once you get the truck up and running, and once we kind of get out there again, our with, second location, and we grow, and we get staffing. Like we'll evolve to where like the place will be better and better and better, and you'll yeah, kind of like, get it. This week, is, like I said, is our one year. Today is our one year anniversary. We're hiring two more people, and yeah. we're excited. And Starting we're, this week, and we're going to be hiring like two three more come come season but you know it is a vetting process we are trying to find good yeah, people yeah man it's, it's it's crazy out there um, but you thought you know listen, you had six places you pull your seven. hair out seven you pull your hair out oh. staffing now you go great i said your family's still doing it right they are believe wow. me i'm hearing all about it it's oh, it's almost makes you say i'm done yeah because when i again when i was in this 
you know, there's 4,000 square foot, 100 seats. I, I lost, I became almost social, I had almost social anxiety because of the amount of, yeah, the amount of like yeah. interactions I was having where I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. Yeah, I want to be home. I don't I want to lay in bed. And I'm like, brother, that's called depression. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. wait a second. I'm making money and people know me and I'm getting success in the industry. How is that depression? But I'm after, you know, I have to feed my inner, uh, whatever you call it, dragon. Child. <laughs> and uh, child's good too. Yeah. That's yeah. more accurate for me. Yeah, it's it's just not fed and by that's those. What, that's what Wildwood is. Wildwood is 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 caring to your inner child. Yeah. We have video games here. The place is outside, so it's, it's not like you're stuffed in there with like people coughing, and you're just like you don't know who who these people are, and you're yeah. and contained in this room together where you're breathing the same air. And we it's did all build outside. it during COVID. We didn't know how to the extent of where it was going to go, but we did build it with that in mind. We, yeah. we did think like, you know, perhaps this COVID thing is going to be like real serious. So we, the, dodged a, we dodged a big bullet. And the research was out there that it would kill by UV rays. But, so. but like Florida, we got to admit, like it's kind of, we're kind of in the wild west here because, well, all over the country, you know what I'm talking about. I know it. And not to get political <laughs> at all. And I'm not. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, like, all over the country, it is a serious thing. Like, they're still not fully open. It's, or they're opening and they're closing back up. Or mask mandates or not mandates. Or you got to show your, your your vaccinations to get into places. It's like, didn't even hit us. Hmm. Like, everything, nothing's moved here. Everything is still, everybody's open to come in and out, whatever it is. And we're like a hub. It's well, bad out there. This Delta variant is bad. People are moving here every day. So we thought, let's open it up with outdoor seating. Limit who comes inside. Let's have a small place. A place was so small. We you know, always thought we're not so worried about it. We'll do a lot of takeout. Cool. And that's kind of also where, you know, this space hit two fronts, you know. Um, but again, obviously, you know, no one gives a shit in Florida. Just, so it is what it is. We, we wore masks. I think we designed it to be like a back alley, like hidden little gem, like down this walkway. I think that's what it's turned into, you know. And it's only gonna evolve. Like we keep telling people, like this is year one. Like yeah. Pioneer's Pizza was three years in before we sold it and moved no, on. Three years before I expanded it. Yeah, no, I mean like, yeah, we expanded three times but with I, Pioneer's Pizza, but on the third year yeah. is really when we went on to doing tripping on pizza and we wanted to do more. We actually had no idea that we'd ever end up in another brick and mortar because that was never the goal. You know, we just wanted to really explore what Trippin' on Pizza was going to be. And when the pandemic You know, what's hit, funny is, what's really funny is I was always looking for, like, a little spot yeah. to, like, do prep out of, like a commissary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, like, all right, I'll do a little spot like this, and I'll run the truck three, four times a week, and we'll have a place where we can, like, do the prep out of, and then, like, load the truck up and go, and I can still serve Yeah, like, this pizza. just be, like, a takeout spot. Yeah, like, it would mainly, like, it, it prepped Because the truck is the so, truck. the truck is so lucrative, lucrative you know, because so I yes. thought, like, we would have just something where we would constantly keep, you truck. know, business kind of moving, and then I'll run the truck. But it was the complete opposite. All the events shut down, like, everything is shut down. Yeah. So we're like, shit, thank God we open up this so we can keep this product going. Well, we had offers from Cape Coral to Sarasota to Fort Myers with Trippin' on Beats Concept, but we didn't want to lock it down because it was so much in its infancy that we didn't want to, like, run that product. I didn't know what it was, product. man. I, didn't, I don't think, I don't think like, it would have came into this. Forth, you know? I don't think it would have became this okay. if we stayed.
Have you been telling people, I gotta go where it's warm because you just can't stand one more stinking winter? I was the exact same way, so I did. Hi, this is Mark Hanover with Keller Williams Peace River Partners. I moved to Southwest Florida and have loved every second. Now I'd like to help you do the same. Whether you're looking to relocate to Florida permanently, purchase that vacation home, or get investment property, I can help make it a smooth and enjoyable process with the best real estate experience you've had. If you're looking to buy or sell in Southwest Florida, give me a call at 941-202-1995. Again, that's 941-202-1995. Or you can visit my blog at www.lovefloridarealtor.com. That is www.loveflorealtor.com. can last you can keep going mm -hmm. if you don't make it that first year or you only you give up or whatever then you know most businesses wasn't like 60 or 70 percent of businesses don't make it a year so yeah we made it a year so it's a good sign and we have a ton of upside in the future so and we're hiring we're excited we are pumped ready to go we're going to be celebrating and the, the product has never been better than mm -hmm. what it is right now amen which is which is the right direction so anybody that's listening and wants to try us or even challenge us, I dare you to put us on that Guy Fury or whoever checks out those little holes. I don't think he's still doing that show. I don't know. People <laughs> ask me and tell me that stuff all the time. I don't even care. Whoever's doing it, Wildwood Pizza, Punta Gorda, Florida, 33950. Just don't put us on that Dave Portnoy uh, YouTube channel. He's kidding. He wants no, to not. do it. Because we're not, we don't. We don't do a regular cheese slice like that. I so. don't care. He can try the Hail to the Queen. And number one. Number two, he works with Slice now, that company. So. I know. Everybody gets paid. But everybody gets paid. Anyways, uh, our one-year anniversary, we're really excited. Like I said, we're going to have double music this Friday and Saturday. Music all day. Uh, we open at 420 every day. Uh, we're closed Sunday, Monday, but on Friday and Saturday, 420 we open. And we didn't talk about that at all. The music starts no, at we, we 5. We didn't talk about why. So we do... We make a lot of fun marijuana puns as well. Yeah. 420. Yes. When we say 420, we're talking we about smoke medical marijuana. The original, <laughs> the original idea was, um, you said when we, were, when we were on the food truck, we would at the end of the night we'd be like, all right, four for twenty, because with eight dollars a slice on the truck. Oh, the truck, eight bucks. It's seven dollars a slice here. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the end of the night, it'd be like four for twenty, five bucks a slice. Four squares for twenty dollars. Yeah, and so that kind of became kind of a double meaning mm -hmm. and we like that so we play that but we also play up the fact of like our business is current it's progressive so what's another topic that's current and progressive that's I wouldn't say controversial but is kind of like on a fringe kind of uh, topic I guess is that people aren't fully accepting of marijuana as yeah, like an alcohol level just yeah, but I'm just saying not on, like, alcohol's level where it's, like, super, super, like, you can't make the reference. It's people. medical. It's just not recreational. Yeah, so we were like, you know what? We're going to own that, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Only recreational, so trust me. 
<laughs> one way or another. Yeah. Um, so I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Uh, unexpected challenges for your first year. Uh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> COVID was one, staff ownership, staffing. Um, the mandates. Um, there was actually no guidance in Panagora, sorry to call you out, but nobody came and around and was like, hey, you should be wearing masks, maybe you shouldn't be wearing masks. Like, it was, we were in this gray cloud where we didn't know because it was so many, so much misinformation. It's almost like that time where we had a couple come in. And we wanted, we wanted Friday. to be protected. Friday or Saturday around. night, remember? Oh Friday or gosh. Saturday One People time. People wearing masks, no one's wearing masks. I mean, it's like, we don't know what's going on. One time, this happened one time. Myself and this guy behind the line would every so often take the mask off. Mind you, because the pizza ovens are 600 degrees. He'd take his mask off, you know, put it down talk or whatever put it back up you know he was you know we were liberal with up and down but we're behind the counter you know and this one couple they ordered a food and they were watching us from outside and, you, and then they come in they're like we want our money back and we're like why they're like oh the guy behind the counter takes his mask off and i'm looking around i'm like well there's people in here without no masks i don't masks. even think they had masks on i don't think they had masks on yeah they didn't but the point was masks. it was like it was that type of stuff so and that's we, unexpected we challenges money, we gave them their money back but like we were just so here like, one more we got no help financially from the government or no PPE, oh, yes. PPE loans or nothing. We this just small business of ours. We went in there and just grinded and said whatever. So a new new concept, new product, a location that never made it work before in a town that's old. All due respect to everyone who's elderly. You know, it is it, what it is. It is. It is. Uh, and uh, those are all it towns. It was old. It's becoming new and younger every day. The, the, the reputation is it's it's an, an old, older town. It's an older town. I don't believe it is. I think there's a lot of influx of young people coming in. Yeah. But if you don't know nothing about it, you're like, oh, it's a retirement area. But it's not. There's so much more to it. Mark there's a knows. You probably, you probably sell to a lot of young couples. I do. There's, an, it's a, there's, a, there's a life here. You know, we're Absolutely. What, 30, 40 minutes from Sarasota or, or Fort Myers. And it's, you know, there's. A, I think there's a lot to this town and it's booming. Well, it, this town is so unique. Um, Punta Port Charlotte, everybody basically surrounding us, mm -hmm. um, is so unique because like, and the reason I wound up here, to tell you the truth, because for my wife and I, the original idea was Sarasota, yeah. until yeah, we yeah. saw the, the property prices. Sarasota's beautiful. <clears throat> and then... A cousin's room. Oh, uh, there you go. And, and so I started thinking, um, I'm from the overall general Chicago area, mm -hmm. uh, northwestern Indiana, and I started remembering Chicago, I'm like, okay, well, cities grow in rings, there has to be a place where people normal human beings can afford exactly homes Port and Charlotte. that is exactly right where we are yeah. and so it's it's a very interesting place that we're at and, uh but you know you're you're all right i think the median age here is like 52 yeah. or something along which has probably gone down like 10 in the past like 10 years mm -hmm. a few years yeah exactly and so um yeah it's, it's a very interesting yeah, area and it has a ton to offer you guys included yeah mm -hmm. so uh yeah go on with your thoughts sorry to interrupt which we're, right. we're in our 30s to be honest where where in indiana where are you from south bend south bend Sounds nice. That was, uh, where Notre Dame, <laughs> Notre Dame was. Absolutely, Notre Dame. And Judge. I'm from yeah, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Holler. <laughs> Cleveland! No, I spent some time in the Annapolis area. Okay. I lived there for about two years. Oh. And uh, I liked it out there. I, believe it or not, I brought a lot of my, like, some of my influences were from Indiana as well. Because when I went out there, there was a place called Pizzaology in Carmel, Indiana, on the east coast, on the east side, or northeast, Are you I guess. familiar with that area? And yeah. Broad, Broad Ripple. There's another place in Broad Ripple yeah, called Cool River. Town. Have you ever been there? Carmel? No. Broad Ripple? 
I have not been to Car to Broad Ripple. I have yeah. been to Carmel. It's a many times. It's a, like a, a kind of a suburb of Indianapolis, I guess. It's like hipster. Yeah, it's more like hipster town. And they had a place called Cool River Pizza. And I remember going in there and meeting the owner. And he was a young guy, and he was just kind of making it happen. That's cool. You know, and I was like, if you could do that, I could do it. I could do this. This yeah. is before I got into the like open up my own place. And just mean, seeing their styles and. You know, the guy in uh, Pizzaology was doing breadsticks, and I, I liked the way he just gave out breadsticks, and we've always done garlic rolls, you know, garlic knots. With your father's business. Yeah, so I started doing breadsticks over here at Pioneers. Um, you were 29 when you started? Yeah, 29 when I started. And uh, I, just, I just got a little influence from that rawness of, like, they're doing their own thing, and they're not New York, they're not New Jersey, they're not tied to all these rules of what Italian pizza is. They're doing their own thing. Well, I was you know? paying attention to what Indiana thinks about pizza. I got it. <laughs> I mean, it's not Papa. What's that one place? There's a place. That, no, no, no. There's a place that they everything. They sell you only frozen pizzas. Oh yeah, you told me about that. And you cook it at the house. You ever heard it? No, I haven't. But it it's sounds like, like something super in popular in Indiana. Indiana. Like, this is what we do. I forgot what it's it called. It would not fly here. People might. Yeah, but it's a brilliant business model. No, of course. They, you make so your pizza. You go in or you call up. They make you your pizza, and then they put it. They vacuum seal it. And then I know what you're talking up. about. Uh, the more you talk about it, it's ringing a bell. And I then you cook it at the house. Let me know. I want to know. Now I think they might cook it. I don't think they cook it for you. I really okay. don't think they do. But anyways. Anyways, um, time is flying. You know, one year. Um, just to, like touch on this. Michael was 29 when he started Pioneer's Pizza. I was with them day one, I was 25. I remember being like, I'm a quarter of a century. And he's yeah. like, whatever. And now, um, and when we opened this, I was 29, Wildwood. Um, and now it's been a year later, I'm 30, obviously. He's 35. I know. So, man, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, six years together well, in Charlotte was, County. I, t I turned 30 that first year, like, fast. So. I mean... You open in January, yeah, a couple months later, <laughs> six months later, you turn 30. Or, yeah, so whatever, you're still 29. But we'll see where the where the future takes us. You know, we're not we're not in a hurry to get anywhere. We're just doing our thing. But we we're do taking have, life slowly as it comes. And we, we do have other business plans. This isn't the only thing that we have yeah, in the back of our minds. When the time comes, the time comes. Whether, whatever we turn into, this, the future is exciting and it's bright. You know, people ask us all the time, like you said, been offered a couple times to sell or franchise and like who knows what opportunities yeah, well, we'll listen, get, I'll listen you know, you know uh, we're I'm even open to partnerships or whatever I'm not closed-minded I'm not uh, ego guy that's yeah. the biggest thing you gotta know you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you're like Mike you know I didn't like this maybe you'll change it or whatever like I want to hear it or I want to be your partner <laughs> yeah we're like, like oh man we could take that I'm interested I'm yeah. interested because I understand how things work, how business works, you know, how growth works. It's, it's, you have to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. It's I'm not the, the smartest guy in the room, nor will I be, you know. So, and if I am, there's a problem. You know what I'm trying to say? I need to surround myself with, with smarter people. No, it's true. I, I understand. And Maybe. that's how you get better. Well, you are who your friends, you are who your friends, is it, how's that saying go? You, you are what you eat. <laughs> Good one. Apparently I'm a 420 special. <laughs> Um, uh, it's about 420. Right? 424? 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4
drop. We've already alluded to that a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why? And how do you feel about it? Yeah, so we dropped officially today the new menu, and we added salads, breadsticks, and desserts. And I'm in the I'm in the kitchen like full on now, so I can do a lot more. Well, not only that, <laughs> uh, I think our customers and our clientele have waited a year with just pizza selections, and they've wanted more from us. So we just wanted to be like, hey, thank you for. Yeah, know, I'm supporting more, uh, us and we want to give them just a little bit more because sometimes yeah, people I'm, don't want to have but I'm just very, like, pizza. particular when it comes to and we're, like we're bomb at what we do so. I want to feel like I don't want to make salads and then not be like 100% yeah I don't want to make you know I don't want to make something up in 100% yeah so I'm not scared to be like nope we don't got it yeah. this is what we're doing you know that's what I did when I first had the menu here originally it was sandwiches salads desserts Pizzas. We had ice cream sandwiches. I was like, I'm gonna jump in, and we'll kind of get, we'll kind of be able to like waffle, iron out all the kinks, and we'll get there. Cookie waffle ice cream sandwiches, like rolled in chocolate chips. That's what we did like day one, like week one. But it was just like the menu was just too big for our volume that we had to slim down. Yeah, we just, I just the menu, it was and then be like back a hours. smaller kind of rush, you know, cafe. Just focus on the pizza. But yeah. once the volume came in, I was like, I'm just gonna do pizza, and make it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather, you know, loot, you know, not have as many customers. Everything be perfect, than pack them all in and everything be like, all right. That's not how you build. Yeah, because it's not way. about. It's not all about the money. It's about like we were talking about the experience. That, but it's like you know, you being in the business, like you don't. Most times you don't get second chances, mm-hmm. and you got to be correct the first time. Yeah. And if there's a problem, if someone's not happy, I can go to I can go home and you know come in again the next day. Knowing that that product was like to my per- perfection. Yeah. What? No, I was gonna say Mike and I like look at each other like when the food's going out, the salad's going out. Like we like know, like they're gonna be like having a mouth. Yeah. Like, gasm. Like I know. Food gasm. Like, if, that thing, if that thing's right, I'm like, that's right. And, and, and if they don't like it, then, then I'm like, okay, it's not for you. It's not for you. Then that's it. I, I, could, I could live with that. They could write me a bad and review. They could be like, I'm never coming back. Maybe it's I'm not for you, but no we are for like the the wanderers for the pizza enthusiasts those those foodies there's so many foodies and like um like i feel like a whole art culture in so we got a buddy of ours drives from inglewood you know he owns a restaurant out yeah, there man. he owns a shout out to his barbecue we place. just What's met his him place yeah. spot. his name's jason he owns a barbecue place in inglewood and he drives all the way from oh it's inglewood. called texas barbecue he's so nice he drives he all the way from here yeah but he you drives all the way all the way from Inglewood, comes down here, you know, in his, in his even, work attire. Yeah, I've even asked him, maybe we should take some of your brisket, because I know people go nuts if you start And, uh, no, but I'm saying, like, he turns a lot of people on to our place, and he's like, this is where I come, and you, you pass a ton of pizzerias from there to here, but, but we're like just, I said, but if you want sauce, cheese, and bread, and thin-ish, you know, in a circular shape, go anywhere. you know, there's 50 places you pass <laughs> from there to here. Yeah. I think there was an article that just came out last week about pizza gorda, like, not pizza gorda, panna gorda, but the pizza craze in, in panna gorda. They said 12 pizzerias but it doesn't matter. in it, this vicinity, but literally we're the only ones that are doing this crazy We had concept. a guy who wanted to purchase this business uh, a couple weeks ago. We're not purchase this, but was inquiring about yeah, yeah. it being for sale or whatever, and uh he was an investor, and he just went to the Las Vegas Pizza Show, yeah. which they do once a year. It's like our our mm-hmm. thing. And uh, 
he was like the futurist industry is square pizzas is focaccia pizzas he was and he's not even from convinced. florida yeah and he was he owns hotels and he took a trip here mm -hmm. to see what we're doing because no one's doing this this progressive ass stuff yeah um Talks yeah. haven't really progressed. I'm not. Which the conversation you know, we're not, alone is like. We're so far from any type of conversations, but yeah. The point is to have some guy come from out of state to kind of see our menu and to kind of come here to try our pizza. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty it cool. Is. You know, to, so it's, and it's people fun. like and people just like, you know, I have customers that are like, oh, I'm on my way to Georgia. I'm on my way to Orlando. I'm stopping through here, and and they're like, oh, I just googled you and we found you, and it's so cool. Like you're off this little path. Like that, I feel like is what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Like we're trying to. Google us and find us. Like, and if you do find us, like it's meant to be. If not, then like, sorry, but we're downtown. It, it is what it is for parking. There's parking all around us. You do have to walk. It is Florida. It's beautiful. It's outside. Come see us. You know? Absolutely. So, what are you most excited about with the new menu? I'm just like just wowing everybody. I think you know, just uh, adding it's more refreshing we, ingredients. We created cleaning it up. I'm more excited that we cleaned it up. You know, everything reflects exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's well-rounded from top to bottom, so now we have the pickle slice, or we have a bad Ronald slice, so a lot of people wanted a hamburger slice. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like there was a couple items that we just needed to add. We added a meat lover one, which is like our super meat boy, yeah, because we got a lot of things for that. So we kind of added, you know, a couple things that just to round it off properly, some salads. I I'm proud of the salads. Super because proud of the salads. They are local Emerge Gardens, which yeah. is a local greenhouse right up the block. Right here off of Taylor. Shout out to Trevor and, Tri uh, Trevor and Tyler. Yeah. They're our buddies. They make daily deliveries to us. Gwaltney, the Gwaltney yeah. family. They bring uh, microgreens and our lettuce. We use uh, microgreens. We do a tri-colored lettuce from them. The lettuce is beautiful. Um, so it looks almost It's like, like a mixed greens. It's like a mesquim. But what's cool about it is... Um, so they're like baby romaine head looking yeah. things. They're it's just so fresh gorgeous. and crisp. It tastes so good. And, and we have three different salads. We do the Garden State Salad from New Jersey. Like the yeah. name. That's not exciting. Well, the ones that are have, exciting, we do a taco salad. Yeah, taco. Which is like... Walking taco. Like I said, I wanted we wanted to do things that were like... So I can get all fancy with salads at, you know, Pioneers I or whatever. We did to like, do like 10 salads because I used to eat like... I used to eat like one salad. I started over there and in my amazing. father's restaurants. I started in the salad station. That was like they put me in the salad station. It was like I remember back then. It was like we didn't sell salads. They put me back there like hey, sell the salads, do the takeout stuff, you know. And you changed the game. And I just completely was like even at changed Pioneer's the entire salad game to where we were selling crazy salads. Yeah, even and at Pioneer's Pizza to this day, like yeah. there's an antipasto. I do an I started. Yeah, I brought this antipasto salad that I started doing over at it's Pioneer's. It's still there. I mean, like, a lot of number one Pioneer's. thing that people order when they go there. Yeah, so I'm like, I can do salads. Like I really understand how to make a salad and build it properly. Um, like, but I wanted to do something that wasn't fancy. I wanted to do it where it was like we do a, a Greek style, which we call the Greek Goddess, and we do a. Um, the walking taco. So light refreshing. It's not like overwhelmingly. Like, yeah, I don't want to kill you with with, with feta little... cheese and all. That's too easy. I want to do something that was fresh. We make a nice, nice Greek medley where I chop up uh, cherry tomatoes, onions, and cucumbers, and I marinate it in the Greek marinade. Nice. And nice. then, um, and then I have the walking taco, which is tortilla chips and the taco beef we make inside here with the you fresh pico de gallo. You can make a vegan with the vegan. I can do it vegan. But I just thought about like 
if you're trying all this unique stuff, you kind of may want to try a unique salad to kind of go with it. And but we only have three salads, and they're all very light. And then the garlic broths, the, the monkey fists. The monkey fists. I, uh, I make oversized. Because they look like monkey fists. Have you had them? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I, make, it, I make oversized garlic knots, and they're done fresh every day. Mm -hmm. uh, that's another thing. I don't want to carry anything over from the day before. And they're served with marinara sauce. So we do a marinara sauce and with the ranchero sauce, which and we, we do, make a house here, which is like a jalapeno ranch dressing infused. So there's two sauces on the side that you don't even pay for. Yeah, we give it up. Four twenty for the, the monkey fist. Yep. Amazing. Half a dozen. So we're, we're really excited about the new menu. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys to pick among your favorite children. <laughs> on the pizza. Bianca, you first. What's your favorite? Oh man. What's your favorite flavor? Oh man. Um. So forever, forever it was the Elmer Spuds. That was don't my steal mine. that was my creation. It's not going to be the same. You're going to say that. I know you're going to go. Elmer Spuds. <laughs> no, it's not. Elmer Spuds has been my OG favorite. Um. You guys didn't get any background about me. I guess Michael's been talking over me the whole time. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm Polish, so I love like potatoes. So Elmer Spuds has French fries evolved from potatoes, mashed potatoes to tater tots to french fries. So that one was my OG favorite. French fries, jalapenos, cheddar cheese, sauce and cheese, ranch. But it's kind of tied with Jackie Chan, which is our vegan one. And that one is uh, a vegan meat with microgreens, wonton chips, tricolor peppers, and red onions with a sweet and spicy sriracha and a little bit of Polynesian sauce and vegan cheese. That one, it's a tie. Elmer Spuds and Jackie Chan. I will make it a third, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do you that. Said pick one. I know. Okay, it's a tie. It's all J good. Jackie Chan, I guess. Jackie I'm Chan. Not gonna is get nasty about Jackie Chan is the all. It's an alternative pizza, so it's our fully vegan pizza. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a. Uh, What's yours? The mild spaghetti. Oh yeah. That I thing is gonna unreal. Say that that is. I'm telling you right now. Don't sleep on a mild spaghetti. You have yeah. Um, we right now, like I said, I don't know when you've had it, but it's getting better and better every day. So it's you've probably heard of a baked ziti pizza, um, where you know baked baked ziti being on pizza. You know, you think carb and carb and Maybe some pasta on top of bread. The ziti pasta <laughs> with, marin with uh, mozzarella cheese. I didn't know what baked ziti was until Pioneer's Pizza. It's ziti <laughs> pasta that would be baked with cheese in the oven. Um, again, Polish. <laughs> but see, I do it so I, I thought like, all right, we've seen baked ziti, but you don't really see spaghetti. You on never pizza. see spaghetti on. Pizza. But you can't. But it, but also, you would think like spaghetti be hard to eat on pizza. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, it's so filling. Well, no, or it's you like know what? I didn't want to like it because I'm like that's a lot. But then I tried it, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yeah, but we don't exactly give you like the long, fully spaghetti, and then kind of like slurp it up. Yeah. We chop it up a little bit, so it's similar to like an easier bite like pasta. Oh, it's so good. But I like it because I t I toss it with some garlic, tomato sauce, and the regatta mix I make in house, mm -hmm. Parmesan cheese, and I make like a like a mix. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and I cook and the pasta, everything is, in house. His sauce is the best. Sauce, all that stuff in house. Oh. And then we uh. And then I put it on the base of the pizza with some cheese on the bottom, like my sauce, cheese, the uh, spaghetti mix, a little bit of sauce on top, a little bit of cheese, yeah, a little bit of meatball, and then more mozzarella cheese on top. It makes the oven. When it comes out, and I always stress, you gotta add a little bit of garlic on top when it comes out. Mm. Garlic, parmesan. I love that damn slice. So good. Cut it into four, so it's like. And it's it's fun. It's like, a it's, 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 like it's like when you have a bowl of pasta and you take a piece of bread. 
you kind of just end. like yeah. a little bit of the sauce and the pasta, you kind of just pick it up. That's mm -hmm. every bite is that. So. Yeah. Okay, so I'll stress you out even more. Mm -hmm. You first, Bianca, perfect 420. Say what? Perfect 420. My perfect 420? Yep, your perfect 420. Okay, so it would be the Jack, uh, Jackie Chan, like I said. Really, it's your perfect for first time customer coming in. It's Jackie Chan first. For me, yeah, like my my first, recommendation. My right. recommendation. Well, I'll tell them what to order later on. No worries. <laughs> yeah, I know what the people this, coming. He has this. He has this for money. Yeah. I would say the Jackie Chan, the Garden Grove, because you know that one is amazing. It's a loaded veggie one. Um, ooh, it's so hard. I would have to say the Holy Jesus. That one is a white pie. That's all cheesy goodness. And then my fourth one, this is, you're making it really hard. I'm gonna have to go off the cuff and go <laughs> Super Meat Boy. Um, oh. Meat lovers, yeah. Because I, I just recently fell off the wagon. <laughs> I was a vegetarian <laughs> and I just started like kind of eating meat. Um, um, animals are meant for eating, no worry. Uh, How so about good. you, Mike? All right, that's, yeah, mom's that's spaghetti. Yeah, for sure. Well, I didn't know I didn't have it in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But I would say I'd throw a mom's spaghetti on there. Uh, I throw an Elmer Spuds, because that's my second up there. Um, and then you got to get a little more traditional. So I would throw on there probably the, uh, I had it in my head, but you're looking at me in my eyes. Um, Do you want a menu? Uh, the Lord of the Wings, which is our buffalo oh, chicken yes, one. Yes. So I would throw those three on there. So then we went three kind of unique ones. Uh, usually when I do like, you know, three kind of out of the box ones, I want to do something kind of traditional. Um, so I probably would either go Garden Grove, but I think the better way would probably be like a, like a Southside or a Hogwarts, maybe. Um, they're kind of good flavors. Or you can throw the mac and cheese in there. It's so mm, popular. Mac Daddy. Yeah. Um, I'm getting, it's getting better every day. My youngest loves that one. Oh, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking so it, and adding more and more flavor it to it. It needs to get more flavorful, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. The pickle works really good. You pickle Rick's a home run, but not everyone likes pickles, so I wouldn't I say that's... Pickles. Pickle Rick... Um, actually, it's kind of funny. We mentioned the steak shortage you guys ran into. Yeah. That is the only reason I ran into that pizza. Was <laughs> well, because I was getting yeah. shanked out of my, my pillow like, oh, on my 420. Yeah. And you're like, well, what about this pickle rick thing? I'm like, yeah, okay, right, whatever. And then, like, now it's in the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I so, know, I'm like, absolutely. I was waiting for it. I'm like, when are we going to order it again? Well, you know, it's, it's one of those things where... Um, you can only have a slice. Yeah, like... But it's well, good. It, it's not only that. It's... it's um, on the keto thing, mm -hmm. okay. For instance, my favorite all-time YouTube video, and I'm dating myself here, <laughs> is Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funniest damn thing I've ever. Right. I, I mean, video, I'm like OG video game, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I and see that's this. Where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. It comes from that, yeah, yeah. I, I see this, and like, you immediately, you immediately like facepalm. Because yeah. if you played those games, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And number two, that's like quasi how I live my life <laughs> now. Yeah. And number two, like I just think it's absolutely hysterical that you guys have that pizza. And what the pizza is, mm -hmm. is uh, Bianca, what is Leroy it's Jenkins? chicken and waffles with the strawberry preserve, fresh strawberries, powdered sugar, and maple syrup. And now it's really cheese. Can we just start adding cheese on top? I think it's even better. See, yeah. and all of which are all my favorite things. Mm -hmm. But I, as we lightly discussed earlier, I've been doing keto for three years. Mm -hmm. And number one with keto, no sugar. Yeah. Number two with keto, no carbs. Yeah. Or a few carbs. Yeah. And so, waffles, so when you order it, you don't preserves, eat it. And I can't have it. <laughs> like, when you, when you order it, it's for your son or something? It's for my daughter. Oh, your daughter. Uh, no cheese. Yeah. No cheese. No cheese. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The, this is how much they know me, people. <laughs> the fact that out of the hundreds of people these guys see me every week, 
and my daughter only gets pizza from here about every fourth or fifth trip just because my wife and I are here far too often. Yeah. Um, he knows that, and which is an awesome <laughs> and kind of creepy thing. Um, but anyway, back to my point, I can't have that. Yeah. And, and, but uh, absolutely, I love the, the concept of but it. But if it's we a did delicious thing. Just absolutely. In a, Oh, I'm so glad you like it. If we did a gluten-free waffle, you could, though, right? Well, well the sugar. Well, the problem is it's still powdered sugar, strawberry preserve, all that's got sugars on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Natural the sugars, too. So I've taken a couple bites, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, oh. but for me, like, moving around the menu, um, it's very specific if you look at what I order typically. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what do I... My perfect 420, the huge. El Jefe. El Jefe. Holy Jesus. Uh, I guess the Fresh, Fresh Friends. Yeah. And the meat one. And the meat one. He loves yeah, yeah. the meat one. Absolutely. Yeah. That consequently is my favorite one yeah. that you guys have. But, um, and we swap out the Fresh Prince for the Pickle Rick every yeah. once in a while. But if you ever look at what we order, it's very yeah. laser specific yeah, yeah. about what we can have with this particular diet, though, mm-hmm. which is cool. Because you guys can't get to it. Yeah. Which and is then, amazing. Which I think is so, Which I think is so cool as well is that we're doing this... Like we believe it or not, I mean, so like we're you know you're satisfied as a as a someone who's a keto coming here, but we've like took off. Mm-hmm. Keto's sales are like crazy. Yeah, there's been days. I don't I don't know if you've experienced it. Cause I think you've got lucky so every we time. Sell out. We sell we out. Sell out. Oh, I got bit by that a couple. Oh times. yeah, and it's oh. crazy. And it's okay. Oh, on the phone though. It, I yeah, it's okay. Get but it's yeah. it's outrageous. I'm like, how are we so many keto's? Because it's vegan. good. Yeah. And the, and the I know. And the <laughs> vegan ones too. It is really good. I'm selling out. We do. We have too, beyond. Yeah, we have beyond yeah. beef. Uh, that's. I have to order at least the case every week. Yeah. Um, which I love it's the product. The vegan meat. Yeah. But it's awesome because we're selling out of that too. You know, yeah. and it's vegan but, cheese, vegan vegan beef, and regulars. As again, a three-year keto thing. Um, like. The, the crazy thing about your crust, though, is that it actually tastes freaking good on it. No, no, it does taste good. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's not some weird, like, that was slimy... My, yeah, yeah. What, you guys probably haven't had a lot of, like, keto food. I, I, oh, I haven't had a lot have. because I, I refused to get keto for so long or gluten-free and, and all that stuff because I didn't like the flavor. Yeah. We experimented ourselves. They were okay, and I was like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And I'm like, I don't like the product. And it took me forever to finally, like, come to a terms with, like, I can do it better. Pioneer's Pizza, we did a cauliflower, and we had to cook it. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we doing it, we're doing it, like, something better and unique and tasty, and I'm proud of this one. So now I'm like, all right, I'm comfortable selling it. That's, everything with me has been that. And, uh, you know, like, the, pie, the sale of Pioneer's Pizza, you know, when they, when they, the new ownership came in and they, Change the muscles, change the steak, change the hamburgers, change the cheese, change. I mean, yeah, you want to make money fast? Go ahead and cut all of it. And you'll still be in business. But you can't tell me that if tomorrow, you know, a a renowned chef walked in that door, Mm -hmm. that you'd be proud of the product you're putting on that table. You know and I know damn well that you'd be like, well, we could do it better, Mm -hmm. but this is what works. Well, great. Is that why you're in the business? Because if you're only in the business... To just, you know, count dollar signs and everyone's a number and statistic, then by all means, great. But that's not enough to get me out of bed every single day and to come in here and sacrifice and grind and hustle. I need to really love what I'm doing, and I and I do love this keto now. Oh, Where it is, everything right now. 
My I'm favorite proud. keto, I have to say, for anybody that's not, in the keto world, is the Bad Ronald. Have you had the Bad Ronald yet? Yeah. I actually just tried that the other day. First of all, I adore the name. Yeah. yeah I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard, but it absolutely <laughs> does. It's like, it's like a Big Mac slice. Ronald McDonald's. Yeah. It's, yeah. The bad, it's, the, yeah. it's the bad but also good version. I think, and we've gone back and forth on this, what do you think about adding french fries to it? Because there's nothing bad about it. I just think it. it's, it's, no, it's too much. But what do you think about it? It's another adding? ingredient on top. Well, are you trying to exactly emulate what the original product is? Or no, just the, like original product, to the original product. I think it'll turn people fries. off. It just needs to be, um, It's a, a, it's a hamburger slice. It's not a whole meal slice. It's a hamburger slice. And I love it. I mean, it. I, as a kid, I used to we were like put, putting french fries on my hamburger. We were going to put lettuce good. on it. We were going to put french it, fries we on put it. We lettuce on it in the We experimented a bunch of stuff. But really ultimately, good. I ended up where I'm at because I like when it, come, if it comes out right, it's almost juicy. We can still do that. If it comes out correctly. Um, and I cook the beef here. And I, and I actually take a little bit of like a, like a bacon grease. Mm-hmm. And I infuse it with the with the beef that I get here and uh, season it up nice and just comes out with almost like this oh. bacon infused hamburger beef so, so you kind of taste both flavors um, I'm b- very proud of it and mm-hmm. I want it to be like a juicy ba- burger flavor mm-hmm. um, so french fries I think would take away from that and if God forbid right, the french fries don't thought. cook right just and, but they don't cook right in the oven and they come out maybe they come out not as like crispy or they come out more like you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, then you're gonna remember that French fry flavor, not the whole slice flavor. You know? Nah, you're overthinking it. <laughs> it's true. So, going in, we've we've done the past, we've done the present, going into the future. Yeah. So, what are the goals for year two? Oh man. What, what do you want to say on September 21st, 2022, when we're talking? I want to say hopefully. A year from now, we have the food truck up and running. That would be the goal, I think. I, I think, think that's the, 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 the collective goal is the food truck. Juggling. Getting because we miss it. We just mm-hmm. got accepted to uh, Dirty, Dirty Heads, Heads in Orlando. Orlando. They wanted us to come out there, which is a big the festival. Truck, so like breaking through and getting Which would be our biggest festivals. festival. You know, we did Funk Fest. And probably talking festival. like, I mean, how many people would be there? Like 10,000 people? Lots of people. We just, that's... It would have been. I don't know about COVID. We're better now. We're better now than we've ever been. So, I would love to get the food truck up and running. Yeah, we could talk about other things, but that would be the real goal. Yeah. We were close to it this year, but we just had, you know... If we were to do, like, we have, you know, expand the dining room or open up If we ever got a loan from the government ever, any help from anybody, then we definitely would get the food truck up and running quick, fast, and in a hurry, and then we'd just be doing both. But the food truck is more staffing. We need the staffing. Mm-hmm. We need good people. Because I can't send people out on the truck. It's got to be me. So I, like need, I need it. this place to be under control. It's like a semi. So I can get on the truck. I can get out there. Because, again, like, you know, I need to make sure everything is is correct. Mm-hmm. And once I feel it's correct, I can step aside and then put the put someone in there. But it's, it's like restarting another business because it's been down for so long and so, hope that's that's to me. That's the new goal. Um, maybe down the road, I'm more staffing, maybe some thin, maybe truck. maybe actually bringing in some thin crust. Pizza. I don't even think it's necessary. Just I really slices. Don't think that's it your is. keto. Though. Well, I want to do I want to do a a New York style thin crust. Hold on, because I can, because I can. Number one, and number two, anyway, I want to do it because it's like a challenge. Because I will see. Well, we're not even open, and they're calling. <laughs> I would definitely my. 
See, people forget, like, that cheese pizza to me, that's easy. Like, that's what I've done. So this is a challenge for me. You want a cheese pizza? I'll knock socks off. I built a huge machine by selling thin crust cheese. I can do that with my eyes closed. So I would like to be a true, true slice house and sell a thin crust New York style. Um, but just by the slice, not a whole round pizza. So that might be coming soon. I have it on the menu as a coming soon thing on our new menu uh, because it might be coming soon. But we, I, I got to order a couple specialty stuff, which is coming in in October. I'm gonna. everything's so backed up. I'm so. gonna prolong it as long as possible because believe we me, don't want to take away from the. If I put a cheese slice out there, it might take away from the squares. People might not be as adventurous, so they might stick with. Oh, we just get a cheese regular. You know. No, and, I don't. I think that's half the battle, and then also the other half is like they don't want Mike Brown to come out with the New York stuff. Well, that'll just yeah. shut them down. Yeah. You so know. The powers that be. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> That's the pizza politics thing. Yeah. So, other than the truck, yeah. far off in the future, five years, ten years, mm. ultimate global married, domination goal. Oh, married twice. kids. Married Franchise. kids. Living in the southeast Pacific. Um, yeah. Away, far away from the American society and Maybe capitalism and all the mainstream thinking. Maybe in a different country. Opening up a Airbnb or some sort of... Um, yeah. Vacation resort breakfast. style bed and breakfast in Indonesia somewhere. That would yeah. be that'd be great. That'd be Maybe the big dream. Yeah. Not here. I, I just don't think, I feel like um I don't think this is the end game for our No, family. but the industry is changing so hard. It is. It's not and, the same. Uh, that it's not the same that his like mom and dad and no, your grandfather like, was exposed to. It's so with social media and like well, all these like weird kind of like in like, the work industry. Yeah, we're just in a weird time, and um, the passion I have for the industry, like, it, it's got to, if I don't love what I'm doing, I don't want to keep doing it. No. And that's how I really, really feel, and I feel like, you know, that's kind of my purpose here. Like, I love pizza. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, my mother was eating pizza with me in her belly, you know, mm -hmm. that was what I was born into, and I never thought, when I was a kid, and you know, they would be like, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know, people, astronauts or a firefighter. I was like, I want to be a pizza man. And I know it sounds so stupid in, in, a, in a nutshell, so cliche. Yeah. But it really was true because I would watch these pizza guys, man. They were the coolest guys. And I'm talking like in the, in the 80s and the 90s, they were just stylish young guys. They were twirling the pizzas in the air and they talked to the girls. And, you know, I was just like, man, this is what I want to be. This is the best thing in the world. Pizza was the greatest food. It still is my favorite food. I don't know. We fantasize and stuff, but who knows? Because we talk about this town all the time about how lucky we are, how much we love it, and how amazing this community's been. You know, we could take this show to the West Coast just, or to a bigger city or to yeah, yeah, colleges or who knows, and it would work. I just feel like the the market's so high right now. It's hard to think about a five to ten year future yeah. as far as homes go. So that's what's scaring me the most. And I and I'll talk to you about that, Mark. Mm. So that, that that price point alone scares me about buying in this beautiful town. But who knows, you know? We could find a house with Mark tomorrow and stay here in Punta Gorda and start a family, you know? So I definitely want a family by 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the goal, I think. Right? That's wonderful, yeah. guys. Yeah. So, before we go, mm -hmm. Bianca, 
How do they get hold of you? Okay, um, we are in, on Instagram, Wildwood Pizza PG. Uh, Wildwood Pizza PG for Pato Gorda is our Instagram handle. It's also our Facebook. And then you can always look at our website. It's wildwoodpizzapg.com or trippinonpizza.com. Both of those websites will take you to each other. Trippin' on Pizza is our menu. Wildwood Pizza is our physical location. Um, doesn't matter. Or you can just type in Wildwood Pizza Pano Gorda in Google, Google yeah. and it'll pop up. Um, but we're open. We're always closed Sunday, Monday. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 420 till 10 right now. The summer hours and 420 till midnight on Friday and Saturday. If oh, we don't our, sell out. And our number, if you guys ever want to call us, uh, it's 941-205-8818. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate yeah, your time. Today. Thank you, Mark, for having us here. We're excited. <laughs> you got to do it again. Oh, absolutely. It was a great time. Thank you. And there you have it, friends and neighbors. That was Mike and Bianca with my favorite restaurant in the entire area, Wildwood Pizza. Now, when you go into this place, okay, and Mike and Bianca talked about this a little bit, but I wanted to touch base on this too, just from my perspective. Uh, you go into this place and it really is a, a little slice of the Wildwood place that they were talking about in Jersey. And although I've never been there, um, just from the pictures and just from the kind of service that these guys give, I can easily imagine what it would like going be like going there. Um, you're greeted by this huge, beautiful glass case of examples and of uh, their products that they have, whether it's the Bad Ronalds or the Leroy Jenkins that you heard about, all these different flavor pizzas. And uh, unless they're completely slammed, you'll be greeted almost instantaneously by probably Bianco or someone else that they've hired recently uh, to help out and explain just kind of how everything works. I've seen them do this a hundred times. They did it for me and my wife when we very first went in there. And so uh, I know that everyone that goes here is going to be uh, extremely pleased with the service as well as the quality of the product. And when you go in there, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. If you're looking for, and Bianca did mention this, uh, if you're looking for that pizza perfection flavor, like that classic, um, this is how pizza tastes, get the meat wad. I will tell you that right now. Um, and yes, I said meat wad. It's basically a meatball pizza. Uh, Mike's sauce is so damn good. Uh, when you taste it along with this really primo meat, uh, meatball that they put on there, um, if what you're looking for is classic pizza flavor, that will give you everything that you're looking for. Um, everything else, as you heard, obviously I've worked my own way around the menu, uh, as I recommend everybody else does. Um, it, the wilder, the better. You know, every time they bring out something different, when I very first th saw Bad Ronald, not only did I chuckle, I was also kind of like, uh, okay. And then I gave it a try. And of course it was outstanding, just like everything else they make. So, um, as I always do, I want to give everyone that information again, if you'd like to go visit or contact Wildwood Pizza for catering or whatever the heck you want. Um, first we'll start off with their, uh, website here per, Google, it is wildwoodpizzapg.com. Uh, I believe she also said Trip It On Pizza would take you to the same place. Uh, if you'd like to give them a call to order, preferably 941-202-8818. Uh, Again, that's 941-205-8818. I'm going to say that a third time because I screwed it up the first time. 941-205-8818. Uh, or you can always visit them at 117 West Marion Avenue, 
uh, Sweet 112. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. It is down an alley. So when you see their little sawhorse signs, follow that. Trust me, it's back there, I promise, and you will not be disappointed. Wildwood Pizza Guys, check it out next time you're down in Punta Gorda. So always keep on keeping on, just like those twisted palms, and I'll catch you next time. Daytona driving What is this I see Two palm trees together that twisted Like you and me But they're growing strong Cause they keep on What's hot on A1A from Key Largo to Key West? It's TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com. One-stop shop for all things tropical. If you're a parrot head, beach bummer, just on the sunbank side, TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com has tropical apparel for men, women, boys and girls, plus feed freedom sandals, 40 pairs to choose from, freedom shorts, palm tree shirts, hit the waves with hot swimwear, bath and beach body products, and new exciting products added often before you check out at twistedpalmstradingco.com don't forget to get a good lay really if it has to do with fun sun beach and oceans it's twistedpalmstradingco.com <laughs>